Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment, a Black History Moment with Bo. I hope this day finds you in comfort with the joyous anticipation of the holidays to come and with the realization that once again, you have made it. Those of you that know me know that I am a writer. I love to write, always have. And I have never found anything that equaled the pleasure until I found this talk program. Now my words can reach out to thousands of people with a little knowledge and a whole lot of truth. Above all else, be who you are and say what you feel because those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. A lot of you have often heard at the end of one of my programs that I say 44307 forever. The reason I say this is because this is the zip code of my hometown, which is Akron, Ohio. It is where I learned my ABCs, and it is where my parents are laid to rest. It is where my roots are buried deep. It is my home, and there was no greater place to live and grow up in than 44307, west side of Akron, and the heart of it being Wooster Avenue. But that's another story indeed. Now, Akron is like many other Midwest towns. But what made Akron different is that Akron was born through the rubber industry. If your car had Firestone, Goodyear, Goodrich, Cyberling, or even General Tires on it, you could best believe that it was made in Akron. At one time, it was the rubber capital of the world. And my parents, as well as thousands of other African-Americans in the South, flocked there during the Great Migration, that time period between 1930 and 1950, seeking good-paying jobs and escaping Jim Crow. And they were welcomed with open arms because many of the rubber factories had to hire women to do the labor which normally went to men that were now off fighting the war. Post-World War II and during the Vietnam era, blacks that were normally found in the 44307 were now starting to branch out. That dream at that time was to live on the hill. And why not? They had good paying jobs that they could retire from and they could afford it. 
The hill was an area that whites lived and controlled. It was the place that they went once the blacks took over the 44307. The African Americans desired it, so the speculators and the realtors went to work blockbustering. And blockbustering was merely to scare the white community into thinking their property value was going to take a devastating downfall. And this lie was created by the FHA that says property values go down when African Americans move in. This lie has never been proven. The fact being that property values increase when blacks start moving in. And this scare tactic creates white flight. And the speculators and the realtors came up with all kinds of schemes to scare white people out of their property. They would hire black women to walk up and down the streets of a white community pushing a baby carriage. They would also get black men to drive up and down the streets with the radios in their cars blasting black music. The white people would be scared of losing the property value and the crime, and that's when the realtors would buy these white-owned homes at below value and sell them to blacks at above market value and at a higher interest rate. And all the time, the FHA went along with these schemes. The FHA has never been a friend to African Americans. They even encouraged these practices. Now, this was the same time that the flexible interest rate came into practice, which allowed your payments to be low at the beginning and then all of a sudden doubled when the interest rates went up. People lost their houses and the rubber industry, which allowed people to buy these homes, suddenly moved overseas. So the inevitable happened. The people that dreamed of living on the hill were foreclosed on. People could not sell because there was no equity in the homes and the white people fled to Fairline and Cahoga Falls. And the truth be told, blockbustering is slowly moving into these suburbs. It is true that Anna stands for a no niggers allowed. Anna is a small town in Illinois, and they say all of this happened a long time ago. But racial exclusion is still going on. Anna and Jonesboro are twin towns with a population of about 7,000 in southern Illinois. In 1909, after a spectacular lynching, Anna and Jonesboro expelled their African-Americans. Both cities have been all white ever since. It is common knowledge that black people are not allowed to live there. 
Such places are often called sundown towns, owning to the signs formerly posted on their city limits, signs that usually said, niggers don't let the sun down on you in blank, whatever town. Anna and Jonesboro still had such signs in the 1970s. A sundown town is a community that for decades kept non-whites from living in it and was thus all white on purpose. Some allowed a non-white household or two as an exception. But Anna and Jonesboro are not unique or even unusual. Beginning in about 1890 and continuing until 1968, white Americans established thousands of towns across the United States for whites only. Many towns drove out their black population, then posted sundown signs. Others passed laws barring African Americans after dark or prohibiting them from owning or renting property. Still others just harassed or even killed those who violated the customs. And some Sundance towns also kept out Jews, Chinese, Mexican, Native Americans, or any other groups. Sundown towns range in size from tiny villages to cities. There's many sundown suburbs and neighborhoods and even entire counties. Sundown communities also range from rich to poor. Outside the traditional South, where sundown towns are rare. Most white Americans have no idea such communities exist, or they think such places exist mainly in the Deep South. Ironically, the Deep South has almost no sundown towns. Mississippi, for instance, has no more than eight, while Illinois has at least 456. Historians in sundown communities do not discuss this because it would reflect badly on their communities. Most Americans have no idea how much race relations worsened between 1890 and 1930, and not just in the South. As a matter of fact, black Americans were the targets of racial violence and discrimination in the North, East, and West. Still, there was a greater opportunity for family-supporting jobs and a better life outside of the South. So millions of blacks left in one of the largest immigrations in history. This is known as the Great Migration, and it changed America forever. Whites feared black immigrants, and they established sundown towns around the country. Most sundown towns expelled their black residents and agreed not to admit any between 1890 and 1940. 
Sundown Suburbs developed a little later, from 1900 to 1968. Instead of the promised land, black immigrants found that Jim Crow had made the journey north also. They were unable to settle in the kinds of small communities they had inhabited in the South. Instead, they were allowed to settle in only the oldest, most rundown neighborhoods in industrial cities. Whites fled to the suburbs or parts of the cities with better housing. In the 1930s to the 1940s, the federal government set up the FHA, Federal Housing Administration Program. This made home ownership affordable for millions of average Americans. However, the property values and eligibility for loans were tied to race, so blacks got almost none of the loans. There were also gentlemen agreements between realtors and sellers to exclude blacks from white neighborhoods. Owning a home in a valued neighborhood is how most average Americans save money and pass it on to their children. This critically important method of building family security and wealth was denied to most African Americans. Sundown communities exist today. Most white people in this country live in all-white communities, attend all-white churches, and do not know a single black person well. Residential segregation still makes it hard for even middle-class black people to escape the ghetto. Well, my friends, that music tells me that is that time. Until next time, it has been my pleasure and my honor. <laughs>